This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armitage. Devil will run down the hole. 
Creona, those three songs you've just heard, well, technically four, as a theme for The Scientist of the Invisible on my original copy of The Masters of Reality debut album precedes Domino as uh, the album's two openers. And uh, you can't have one without the other. However, on the 1990 reissues, not only has the beautiful artwork been changed, but theme and Domino have been pushed down the track listing to... uh, Track six and seven, respectively. I mean, why? Straight after the Masters of Reality, it was I Love You and Hang Straight Up from their self-titled debut album. Sadly, the band only managed two albums and a live EP before splitting. From what I can gather, as there isn't much about the band on the interwebs, only guitarist Jeff Nolan went on to do anything else musically related when he joined the Screaming Trees in 1995. Finally, you just heard the Claytown Troop and Real Life from their debut album, Through the Veil. I first became aware of them when they opened for The Damned at the Brixton Academy in July 1989. And the following day went straight down to my local air price in Bromley, which is now an end summit, to buy whatever they had on offer. Unfortunately, the band at that time soul release was uh, prayer and it was uh, yeah out of stock i don't know why those three four songs i 
always want to hear them together in that order. And I have friend of the show and squirrel associate Arkwright for tuning me into the Masters and I love you. Uh, when you're young, it's always uh, weddings and christenings, uh, if you're that way inclined, that brought mates and family together. Uh, as the years rolled by, they're uh, sadly replaced with funerals. Uh, Jet Black, founding member and elder statesman of the Stranglers, passed away on the 6th, aged 84. He retired due to ill health issues uh, back in 2015, but the Stranglers continued with his blessing. Now, only JJ Burnell is the last original Strangler in the band. The first ever Stranglers album I ever owned was live, open brackets, excerpt, close brackets. But I bought off someone I went to school with. I'm normally very good at remembering names in situations like this. But for the life of me, his name escapes me. There are a few potential candidates floating around, as I'm sure it actually wasn't theirs to sell. Older brothers or sisters, maybe. It certainly wasn't straight from a record shop. Still, not bad for 50 pence and a handful of Bazooka Joes.
This now leads nicely to last Saturday's album launch gig at the Triangle in Deptford for the Wingman's self-titled debut album. The band consists of Baz Warren from The Stranglers, hence the interconnectedness, Paul Gray from The Damned and also The Sensible Grey Cells, Lee Hegarty from Ruts TC and a seemingly endless list of other great bands and finally from Johnny Moped and the sensible grey cells, Mr. Marty Love. Oh, and I mustn't forget for this gig, and I believe the January tour, Rob Coombs from uh, Supergrass. As you'd expect, all the usual suspects were in attendance with me, meeting Tom from the Phobics and Kevin and Carrie in Goddard's Pie and Mash beforehand. It was double pie and double mash for me and a load of gravy. Sorry, liquor doesn't really do it for me. I think Kevin had jelly deals with this, but I digress. Due to technical issues, we were left outside for 45 minutes in the freezing cold. Both Marty and Baz, who I spoke to, were super apologetic, but it was uh, all down to a 40 PA that, unfortunately, one song into their short set blew all the power. Before all that, though, we were treated to the album playback, to be honest. As we'd been given the album, along with a T-shirt, signed picture, a couple of beer mats in a wingman tote bag, I would have preferred the gig first... The Q&A second, with the album being played as we were chatting, you know, catching up. Yeah, what do I know? Having said that, though, that album is fantastic. Um, yeah, arguably the sum of its parts. Officially, it's not out until next year. But if I was you, I'd pre-order it as soon as you can. I've already had two tracks in the shape and form of Down in a Hole and Brits. According to the band's set list, we were treated to six songs. Last Cigarette, I Would If I Could. Mary Go Round, the aforementioned Down in a Hole, Oh What a Carry On and Backstage at the Opera. However, Last Cigarette was played twice, as I mentioned, after the first time the power blew. Uh, no one was faced with much cheering as it came back on, then booing as it immediately went back off again. This went on and often continued for a, you know, about five minutes until it finally came back and stayed on. From my vantage point, I was directly above Marty's kit, so my recording is very drum heavy. But the set was filmed. Marty's kit was practically in the door of the gents, with Tom commenting, incontinence device. As well as pre-ordering the album, tickets for their tour need to be purchased as well. I'm toying with either London or Brighton. This is Last Cigarette.
During the afternoon, I managed to collar Paul Gray and get him to sign my Andrew Ridgely, son of Albert C.D. Now, you're probably wondering, quite rightly, why on earth should I get him to do that? Well, back in the 1990s, Mr. Gray was faced with a rather large tax bill that I believe he had thought had been taken care of. A solution was to become a session musician, guesting on one of the former Wham's solo tracks for the aforementioned Son of Albert album. The song in question is called Red Dress that also features George Michael on backing vocals. So Paul can now say he's played with George Michael and Andrew Ridgely. Now that sounds so wrong. Uh, Paul even went to Japan as Andrew's touring bassist. Footage is up on YouTube. Sadly, even with Mr. Gray and Mr. Michael's input, the album failed to chart in the UK. But I guess uh, Andrew had the last laugh as the boyfriend of Banana Ramas, Karen Woodward. Although I believe he's now seeing 45-year-old socialite Amanda Crowen. <laughs>
Well, last week's split show with the second hour forming part of the Sunday morning non-repeat uh, was uh, almost a success, I say almost, as the marionette track had to be left off as I forgot to factor in the intro all my part and forgot. Obviously, the best thing to do, apart from leaving Fenny to sort it out, is to... Uh, uh, actually, I don't know what the best thing to do is. Anyway, thanks for all the words of encouragement for the two-hour show. I was genuinely concerned that I would fail to reach the extremely low bar that I'd set myself. If you're in a band or know of a band that you think would float my boat, drop me a line at armitage at theparanoidsquirrel.com or message me on Facebook where you uh, used to get an annoying automatic response of, Hi, thanks for contacting us. We've received your message and appreciate your getting in touch, which actually uh, is really bad grammar. It should be appreciate you. Barton, I'm looking at you. Fenny has now changed it. Or you could comment on the link to an episode like Ian Kilpatrick by saying that you may need to get some Shangri lads in your life. Obviously, I thought I'd better check them out. I assumed... With a name like that, there'll be uh, 60s sounding, a male equivalent of the Shangri-Las. Yeah, as per, I was wrong. Uh, as they describe themselves as London-based ramshackled rock and roll outfit with a whiff of punk and a dash of electronica. Turns out they have a bit of a phobic connection insofar as the band have uh, supported them at the Pelton Arms and also the Dirty Strangers. So uh, how I've not come across them until now, you know, it's a mystery. Uh, the band don't appear to have released anything new for a couple of years, if their SoundCloud page is anything to go by. However, the track Chins appears on the Spit Records compilation 21st Century Orbital Debris uh, that came out in October. That, in actual fact, first came out originally on the four-track EP, also called uh, Chins, in uh, July 2018. However... The track I have selected for your consideration is Day Job, which can be found on Spotify.
To the Shangri Lads and Day Job, you heard because I played Lester Grinowski and Escape from New York from his latest album, Carpenter's Cult, that pays homage to all things, no pun intended. John Carpenter, is it just me, or did that sound like the adverts, or TV Smith at the very least? Whilst you contemplate that, this is the Slam Denisters and Boy Girl from their latest album, Shoot for the Stars.
Right, let's crack on with this week's Covers Corner. Kicking this week's segmentation off are a band from Italy called The Beaters Band, who only release covers done in a 50s and 60s style. Some of the songs were originally recorded and released in said decades, but I'm seriously enjoying them. This is their take on Jackie DeShannon's When You Walk in the Room. I can feel it. urge to play the Speedways and Love Really Hurts Without You from their Borrowed and Blue EP. So, I am.
Speedways and their version of the Billy Ocean classic. And I'm still hoping they'll record D.D. King's Baby Doll for an up-and-coming B-side. No, fingers crossed. You, you can ask them personally if you're in easy commute of paper dress vintage in Hackney on the 28th of January as they'll be playing there as part of some weird sin. I know a lot of strikes are happening at the moment over here in dear old Blighty that are curtailing us from going around our usual business. The Paranoid School is not a platform for debating such things. However, I will just say this. If it were not for trade unions, we would not have weekends off, equal pay and equal opportunities, maternity pay, minimum and living wages, flexible working hours, workplace health and safety and the right not to get sacked if you're real. What with the postal strikes, records and CDs are taking that tad bit longer to get to their destinations. My copy of Filth by the City Kids only reached me this week. Fortunately, or unfortunately, depending on your point of view, as I mentioned on episode 887, the album is on the various streaming platforms. What isn't is the bonus CD of Filth Coda that features four extra non-album tracks. Of course, one is the cover in the shape and form of the Super Suckers, Pretty fucked up. She's got a man on the side. Yeah, she's with him today. And I probably won't die. But it sure feels that way. And I used to be strong. I used to be tall. And she used to be pretty. But now she's just pretty fucked up. Oh, pretty fucked up. Yeah, pretty fucked up now Ah, she used to be pretty But now she's just pretty fucked up Now I know people
back in 2010. Sylvain Sylvain and Cheetah Crime, along with the rhythm section from Joan Jett, as in Tommy Price on drums and Enzo Penzotto on bass, formed the band The Patusi, releasing a four-track EP with the promise of a full-length album and gigs in the UK, with Les Warner from The Cult taking over on drums. And then... The gigs were cancelled and Batusi album was never mentioned again. Definitely a case of what if. From the EP, this is Big Cat Stomp. Issue Time and Pirates Press Records have just put out the Groovy Ghoulies 
Reanimation Festival. When I say put out, what I really mean is digitally on Bandcamp. But you know, it's there for the youth today to discover. I wonder if they will. This is To Go Home. we 
The internet is great for finding digital versions of long lost gems or that live gig from back in the day that uh, you were at or wish you had been. I mentioned on episode 888 that for years I always wondered how Ozzy Osbourne sounded with Bernie Tormey on guitar. Fortunately, with the advent of the internet, cassette tapes of those few shows were converted and uploaded. Quality wasn't great, but uh, to be honest, I cried when I heard it. Uh, obviously, that was uh, quite a number of years ago, but uh, I thought I'd dig out one of those gigs and play you my favourite Aussie song featuring Bernie. This is Crazy Train, taken from Bernie's first gig with the band on the 1st of April 1982 at the Stabler Arena, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, a mere two weeks after Randy Rhodes' death. And once again, I apologise for the sound. Sadly, it sounds like Ozzy is on the verge of tears, and you can hardly blame him.
Also on episode 888, I said that you could not find everything that has ever been recorded up on the internet. I'm currently looking for the Demons cover of the Dams Neat 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 that they sent me hundreds of years ago that I seem to have lost. Uh, that doesn't seem to have made it onto the interwebs. More about them on next week's show. Something that I thought only existed as five one-hour TDKC60 cassette tapes that I recorded on the Family Hi-Fi back in January 1981. Flipping the tape over at the 30-minute mark was the Andy Peebles BBC interview with John Lennon and Yoko Ono. I played the uh, bejesus out of those. Uh, I bought the transcript book and the two CD set. Unfortunately, the CDs were edited and, of course, didn't feature any of the accompanying music. I tried digitalizing them a couple of times uh, using one of those Walkman-sized cassette-to-PC devices that didn't really work well. Uh, as much as I searched interwebs, I couldn't find anyone else who had succeeded. That was until earlier this week when I got one of those Facebook recommendations for a page that could be right up my boulevard of broken dreams. It was Beatle-related, and there, right in front of me, was a link to a mixed cloud page with the aforementioned BBC interview in all its glory. Of course, it was downloaded ASAP in case it vanished back into the digital ether. To say I'm absolutely made up would be an understatement. Now, I've, I've mentioned this a few times, but one of the great what-ifs was when Cheap Tricks, Bunny Carlos and Rick Nelson joined the session for uh, Double Fantasy and recorded I'm Losing You and Yoko's reply I'm Moving On. In a case of unparalleled bad timing, bassist Tom Peterson had just quit the band, so wasn't involved with Tony Levine taking on that role. Lennon even remarked that he'd wished that he had Nilsson guitaring on Cold Turkey instead of Eric Clapton. Now, I was always led to believe uh, that it was Yoko that nixed the collaboration. Turns out that I have done her a disservice. The recording sessions for Double Fantasy were done secretly. The back in 1980 was you know, a lot easier than today. No smartphones for wannabe paparazzi to upload onto the socials. Apparently, a report of the sessions made it into the New York Times with Lennon blaming Cheap Tricks Camp for the leak. Subsequently, the Nielsen Carlos version only saw the light of day as part of the John Lennon anthology with a promotional video released featuring Nielsen and Carlos, along with bassist Tony Levine. There is another version of the recording with an additional guitar overdub and keyboards that aired on the Lost Lennon tapes, which, of course, I have.
about this information in the Fab Four FAQ 2.0, The Beatles Solo Years, 1970 to 1980, book by Robert Rodriguez. Uh, it's a great reference book that you can dip in and out of. The author claims that Lennon, as well as appearing on David Bowie's fame, you know, that he co-wrote, is also on Golden Years. The falsetto angel at 32 seconds into the song bears no resemblance to the ones at 1 minute and 6 seconds and 2 minutes 22 seconds. It does, however, sound like Lennon. Robert is a great pains to note that when Station to Station was being recorded in October 1975, Sean Lennon was born, so it's unlikely John was actually there. Barry in interviews recalls nearly nothing from these sessions. Maybe the soundbite was flown in. Sadly, those who were there can't remember or are no longer with us. Judge for yourself. Yeah. 
I don't know. For me, the jury is well and truly still out. If anything, it's just, you know, a nice story. Staying with the interconnectedness, Iggy Pop has just released a second track from his up-and-coming new album, Every Loser, in the shape and form of Strung Out Johnny. On the strength of this and Frenzy, I'm seriously looking forward to Iggy's new album and the concert up at Crystal Palace. Still, only Blondie and Generation Sex have been announced as support. I so want Michael Munro and the damn to be also on the bill. It ain't going to happen.
Hey, Susie, how are you? It's Nathan. Who? Nathan with the Space Age Zeros. How did you get this number? I was wondering if you weren't doing anything uh, after your show, if maybe you wanted to grab a bite to eat or something. Ew, no.
straight after Iggy Pop, it was Space Age Zeros and their track on a date with Susie Moon. And then it was Susie herself and Animal. Sounds like going on a date with Susie could be a lot of trouble. Talking of trouble, the Dorellas, no, they're not really trouble. On Tuesday, that was the 13th of December. Future streaming, downloading and non-live Sunday morning Rock Radio UK listeners posted a picture on their socials of Sonic Detonator with the words coming soon, which to me means that a video of said song is imminent. If I'm wrong, I'm going to be playing said song just for the sake of it. Oh, and it's rather good, but you know, don't take my word for it. Duncanson, who played drums on Something's Gotta Give, but, you know, don't quote me on that, before Steve Granger took over Stick Judas. Of course, Billy is now in The Godfathers, and this is tonight from their latest album, Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Delta. (laughs) 
If you're quick and you're in Greece, you can see the band today, as in Saturday, at the Eight Ball Club. And tomorrow, or later today, if you're listening in live, Sunday morning, at the, uh, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, I apologise, the Agil series, I apologise, uh, I dug out, well not physically, as I uh, sadly have only got the MP3, Rock City Angels' second official album, Use Once and Destroy. I say officially. As uh, preceding a young man's blues was the uh, glam album, although that actually might have come out at a later date. Uh, to be honest, it seems I'm missing the Midnight Confessions and Sudden Visions album. Only uh, having the aforementioned glam album, Young Man's Blues, both versions, that would be the original, and the Dickinson mix. It, it's hard work, this record collecting business. From Use Once and Destroy, this is Psychopath. You better wise up. The time is going to come when all men will judge themselves before God. The worst time, the worst 
You gotta be ready for that. Right now, right here, right now, just like that. That's what we're at all the time. Whatever is necessary, you do it. If somebody needs to be killed, there's no wrong. You do it and you move on. There's a revolution coming very soon. You hit the fuse yourself. We're gonna cut and chop all you fuckers up. <laughs> So persistent is my fight to be free That I can rip you to shreds But my bad teeth But my bad teeth Now, now, now Push me in the chair, you can throw the switch Fuck me in the ass, you can scratch my itch Everybody tell me that It's 
been a bit on the cold side this last week and uh, you know what has crept up on me. So much so, I only posted my cards off earlier today. Normally first class, you know, they should all arrive by the 24th. However, what with the postal strikes, yeah, I'm not so sure. Hibernation is what is required. Bit like lockdown a couple of years ago, but, you know, colder and darker. I'm rounding this week's show off with two tracks that were recorded during lockdown. First up, it's Flame Pilots and Anger from their Together Apart EP. I love John's bass playing on this track. And finishing things off this week is Roger Waters' re-recording of Comfortably Numb from his lockdown session. Not wishing to take sides, but Roger's last solo album, Is This the Life We Really Want, is more Floyd sounding than anything David Gilmore released after the final cut. Anyway, until next week, take it easy.
This episode of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show was produced by Bart and Stacey, engineered by Fenny Bridges, and was hosted by Armitage Schmidt, and was a Wopsis Lodge production. Mm-hmm.